Warning! This podcast may contain naughty language, including the C-word. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, everybody, you're tuning to Jingles Us, where we talk movies, music, trending news, game sports, going to pass, and anything else that pops into our brains. I am Dave Shingler, and I am joined by my controversial World Cup. It's Cleon Bewley. Express yourself, create the space, you know you can win, don't give up the chase, beat the man, take him on, you never give up, it's one-on-one, it's a shingler's list. Why am I singing that song, Dave? World Cup, innit? It's World Cup, innit? 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 It's on on right now as we're recording this. We've got the, uh, the captivating... Um, uh, talents of Qatar and Ecuador yep. at the moment, um, and uh, and controversy, Cleon. Controversy. controversy. What are you saying? Surrounding this World Cup. Yeah. Oof. Oh. Oof. Oh, it's Oof. everywhere. I can't even believe I'm watching it. I feel like I should boycott it. I think. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> no, talk. I'm not, I'm not going to boycott. Talking this, of the World Cup, the best response we've had to the boycotting the World Cup is our legendary own Mr. Bobby Williams. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. he kind of summarised it really well, didn't he? He, he? he said, well, we're being a bit hypocritical, mm. are we not? If I was to take, do a world tour and do it around everybody that didn't have any human right record, I'm, records, I'm not sure I'd be able to hold the, t- hold the gig in my kitchen. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, <laughs> do you know what? I, I kind of relate it to uh, the whole WWE Saudi Arabia thing as well. Like Everybody was like, I'll oh, boycott WWE. They're just taking Saudi blood money and blah, blah, blah. And and, and Triple H did the, the press conference where he was like, you can't, you can't change things by not going there. You have to go there. You have to engage in conversation. You have to, um, you know, you have to, you can't be, if you just boycott and don't do anything, that's not going to achieve a thing. And since, since the WWE have been going to Saudi Arabia and they've done maybe four or five shows now. Their profits increased exponentially. Yeah, the profits have been, (laughs) anything, right, anything that can, that could get Shawn Michaels back in the ring. Since Newcastle have been going Saudi land, we've done money. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, but the, the very first show, like, Women weren't even allowed to be like on the VTs. They, 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 no. couldn't, they couldn't be on the on the screens in the videos. They couldn't wrestle. Nothing. Nope. Now, now they can. Now they're, they're allowed wait outside in the cars. Now they've been wrestling there. I mean, I'm even sure they're allowed to do that. Now they've they've been wrestling on the shows. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that wouldn't have been possible though if the WWE hadn't kept hadn't going. Going. Yeah, yeah. They've had, you know, Renee Renee Paquette when she was working for WWE, she was commentating. Yeah. You know what I mean? She was a fe- the first female commentator in in sports in in Saudi Arabia. And you've achieved these things by going there yeah. and by engaging with the um uh, with the the sheiks and the mm-hmm. and the the money men. <laughs> sheiks and the money men. Sheiks and the money men. I don't what do they have in Saudi Arabia? Is it it's not king, is it? It's not like they have king. It's, it's um, state. Yeah, I can't remember the guy. What's the what's his? He is he is he king? Is he no, he's uh, he's, prince? He's, he's the prince, he's, isn't he? His excellency. He's the young the young prince who's trying to modernise. He's Saudi his ex- by. excellency, great man, love him to bits, yeah. favourite guy. <laughs> Carry on investing in Newcastle if you don't mind me saying. Yeah, yeah. 
by yeah, he's he's trying to modernise it by allowing women to drive and murdering journalists. Whilst <laughs> whilst and actually no, he he didn't murder. He didn't do it. No, he did not. Did he? So let's stop spreading lies, Dave. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. him. Anyway, so just on to the controversy. So I'd like to just have a wander around the globe to just see where we could put a World Cup. Where, okay. we, where we could put a where World we Cup. could where it's clean of controversy there's no problems and we could host the world cup so let's go america first as a continent mm. so let's take a look at abortion so we'll we'll forget america as a company <laughs> as a continent yeah let's just forget that one because obviously once. that was enough it, no but you see where i'm coming from mm. if we're going to say this about qatar we can't be then hypocritical and go america surely mm. no yeah? Yeah. yeah and this yeah. is this is the point, like, we've made this point about music before, like, if you're going to boycott Marilyn Manson, then yeah. you need to boycott Led Zeppelin. So you know let, I mean? let's, look at, <laughs> let's look at Africa. Mm. No? Mm, it's, it's they're kind it's, of the same on... It's a bit hit and miss, isn't it? It's a bit like, hit and miss on... A, <laughs> they're, they're a bit anti-gay over there, aren't they? It's a bit they? hit and miss, yeah. Let's be brutal. I don't, even, I don't know if there is a country in the continent of Africa that... So pretty much know. we've got Iceland. Canada? Canada. They're nice, aren't they, the Canadians? Canada have done anything wrong. No, we like Canadians. So we've got the World we'll Cup Canada. in Canada. Yeah, we'll do it there every year. Well, that's fair, I'll do that then. Was it not in fucking Russia four years ago? Yeah, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. Let's not talk about that. Let's not talk about that if we're talking about human rights mm. records. How about we host it in England? Well... We all saw what happened last time a major bit. football tournament was hosted in England. Yeah. We got a little bit rowdy. We we got <laughs> we got a little bit we got we got a little bit drunk. We got a little bit rowdy. We got the laser pens out. Yeah, we got bags of all types of stuff out while we were out. It, it was, was a bit um, shameful, wasn't it, really? Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't his best moment. No, like, it wasn't. It didn't it represent wasn't. very well. Do you know do you know what on that on that when we had it in England during COVID? Mm. One thing that surprised me is during the match when Kasper Schmeichel was say was in the goal for penalty, there was no pens on him and you couldn't see anything. Mm. And then in the subsequent replays, funnily enough, there was loads of laser pens touching him. Right. Just something that surprised me. Are you? Are we? Are we saying there's a bit of a? I'm saying it's complete Facebook <laughs> that one is. Yeah. Um, do you know what? On the in the initial aftermath of the of the final, where all the footage started coming out of like people you know storming through the gates and whatnot, and this that, and the other, um, the, there was lots of clips that went viral for the wrong reasons by way of there was a lie attached to them. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? And and. But, you know, as soon as stuff hits social media, nobody's fact-checking these things. They're just taking it at face value and already having, you know, not the best reputation at the moment, mm. uh, the old United Kingdom. Um, it just made us look really fucking bad. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't really let us... bad? We had the Italian manager's son and family be moved from their VIP seats so the English fans could sit down. So they must have gone the shop at half-time or something or... <laughs> You know, go and get a pie. Yeah, as you pie do. Pie and mash. Pie yeah. and mash, as you do. And when they got back, there was a bunch of England fans there, and the England fans went, "No, mate, <laughs> you stay there." Mm. Yeah, a bit bad. Yeah, it was a bit shocking. So Ireland. Oh no, let's not look at the Catholics. Um, <laughs> I think we're down to we're down to Canada. Canada. And, um, South Korea. South uh, North Korea. Not North Korea. Well, not South Korea neither. South Korea, right? Mm, K-pop. Oh yeah, we can never forgive them for K-pop. 
<laughs> I like K-pop. Um, There's nowhere, my Thailand. friend. Thailand. I don't know yeah. anybody that... They allow everything. In uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Don't know. I don't know anybody that doesn't like Thailand. No, I, I've got no idea. Hala Rechadala. So, um, <laughs> beans as uh, as the World Cup is is happening right now. You've lost something. What have you lost? No, carry on. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, it's happening right now, Cleon. Yep. You, you being the uh, the football fan that you are, I would thought I would test your knowledge on a few a few little World Cup facts. World Cup facts. They're Go not, on then. They're, they're not overly hard. They're not overly hard. Um, just, a, just a few little, little facts. Like so, I'm ready. When was the first World Cup held? What year? Ooh, he's thinking, he's thinking the cogs are turning. 1956. No, it was 1930. 1930. Yeah, yeah. There was a pre-World War II era of. Um, I bet there's only about seven countries in it though. I am going to fact check that right now. Hungary. Did they win it? No, not the first one. Um, get you off your phone, you fucking cheat. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm preparing for our next segment. Um, no, so, uh, yeah, the the that was my next question. What was the, the first team to um, uh, win the World Cup? And it wasn't Hungary. It wasn't Hungary. I'll give you a clue. They are, I should know this, really. They are a uh, South American team. It's not Argentina. It's not Argentina. It's not Brazil. And it's not Brazil. Oh, so what's the other one that are, no. that are pretty good? From from South America? No. I think they're from South America. No. I don't. I don't know, Dave. I've got nothing left. <laughs> Uruguay. It was Uruguay, yeah. <laughs> I was going... No, 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 no. I'm coming... In my mind, I've got Papua New Guinea coming through my head. Go on. Uruguay won the first one. How many countries have won the World Cup? Always oh, counting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nine. No. I'm very close, though. Eight. Eight. Oh. Eight. 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 And who's won the most? Well, it'd be. Oh, who's won the most? Brazil. Brazil. Yeah. And which individual player has won the most World Cups? Oh, Pele? Pele. Of course it's Pele. I don't know if it's Pele or Ronaldo. Yeah, Pele. Um, yeah. Um, one three, three, Palo three. Yeah, three. Ronaldo's two. Um, and which countries, plural, have won the least amount of World Cups? Wales have never won it. I know. There are two. two Wales? Countries. No, they have. They've never won it. We've won the least amount of World Cups. Oh, so ones? Yeah, England. Ones. England. It's not as your Germans. Oh, uh, Uruguay. No. Oh, Spain. Spain have only won it once? Yeah. Ah, yeah. I did not know that. Spain have only won it once. Yeah. And current world champions? Current world champions? <laughs> <laughs> what, the, what the listeners couldn't have seen then was Dave drop a question on me toes and I had no answer to whatsoever. Uh, did you see all the confidence leave my body? <laughs> the fact that well, I'm stalling now just to try and remember that Italy, Italy won the flipping Euros, Cleon. That's the wrong competition. Yeah, go, go a couple of years before that. Oh, I don't know. It was France. It was France. France. Yeah, of course it was, because they had all the silly yeah, celebrations and Pogba and everything. Yeah. yeah, France. Sorry, France. Who's winning it this year? Uh, who's winning it this year? Brazil. Brazil. Yeah, a lot of the pundits have gone have gone Brazil. Um, Alan Shearer is backing Argentina. Is it? Well, yeah. Argentina have got a very good back. 
and they've got a very, very good front. Not so um, much of a good middle. The, from what I've seen from, from the pundits and whatnot uh, so far, uh, they believe that England will get through to the knockout. And that's it. Uh, but then they will struggle with their defence. Quarterfinal or semi-final, we're done. Yeah. That'll be murder, she wrote. Yeah. Because that's... we haven't got a back four. That's very, we've got a very good right back, Kieran mm-hmm. Trippier of Newcastle. We've got a very good goalkeeper. Trippier is just one of them players that he just plays his balls off, doesn't yeah, he? Like, yeah, you know just what I mean? He just goes like... going. going. Uh, Pope in goal, Newcastle. Mm. Pickford's not really good, but he'll get in the team. And it, hasn't Pickford been given number one again? Yeah. 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 He's such a good player at the now, bottom of the league. One thing, one thing I was going to ask um, yourself was, because it's in the middle of... of, of um, uh, domestic play, yeah, you know what I mean. They, they've only had, let's say, so they were still playing last weekend. Two days to get over to Qatar. They've had like five days hmm. to like get together as a team and train and go through tactics and whatnot. So, has Southgate's pick uh, of team um, base? What do you base that on? Previous tournament experience because they don't have time. They don't have the same amount of time to come together as a team. Well, before if that makes sense, yeah, no, completely, completely. So let's just break the team down. So the squad itself: goalkeepers Jordan Pickford, Nick Pope, and Aaron Ramsdale. Mm-hmm. So let's just go through the goalkeepers. So the goalkeepers in form at the moment are obviously Nick Pope and Aaron Ram- Nick Pope and Aaron Ramsdale. Nick Pope being of Arsenal first in the league. Uh, Nick Pope being of Arsenal. Aaron Ramsdale being of Arsenal, uh, top of the league. Nick Pope being of Newcastle. Defenders, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Connor Cody, uh, Eric Dyer, Harry Maguire, Luke Shaw, John Stones, Kieran Trippier, Kyle Walker, still coming back from fitness, still coming back to fitness, and Ben White. Trent Alexander-Arnold's had a terrible season so far, and Connor Cody, I've got no idea why he's going. I'll be brutal with you, another Everton player. If you have a look where, just shout out where Everton are in the league, anyone. Uh, and we're taking their defence and their goalkeeper, anyway. Uh, Harry Maguire hardly played any football all season. Luke Shaw had a terrible season. Um, midfielders, Jude Bellingham, probably the best midfielder we'll see in a very, very, mm. very long, very, very... That guy's got a lot of legs and he's going to come good a lot better than he is now. Connie Gallagher... Shocking decision, not had a very good season. Jordan Henderson, a bit old. Mason Mount, Kevin Phillips, Calvin Phillips still coming back to fitness. Yeah. Declan Rice. That England team, he's in the forwards, Phil Foden, Jack Grealish, Harry Kane, James Madison, Leicester, not good enough for the team. Marcus Rashford, Saka, Sterling and Callum Wilson of Newcastle. Now out of that entire... Callum Wilson, is he still recovering from an... He's just had a virus. Dodgy leg or something. He's had a virus. He had oh. COVID and carried on where he was, was last week's Newcastle. I won't pay attention to rules no more. <laughs> We've got different owners now. We don't pay attention to things like rules. Um, out of the midfielders, Bellingham. Gallagher shouldn't be going. He should be replaced with Joe Willock, in my opinion, from Newcastle. Very, very, very obviously sided towards Newcastle. Jordan Anderson. Yes, he's got previous form in the England team. Mason Mount. Yes. Mm. Having a crap season, but yes. Calvin Phillips, I don't think a player who's been injured all season and has played around five minutes and he's entire. <laughs> Do you get what he's played five yeah. minutes all yeah, season? Yeah. Why are you going to the World Cup? Mm. Harry Maguire played about five, ten minutes all season and the five, ten minutes he has, he did play, they scored five million goals against him. Why are you going to the yeah. World Cup? 
Is he is he like maybe relying on some of that old um uh what's the word I'm looking for? Experience. Experience yeah. in carrying the suitcases back to the place. <laughs> Because that's the only experience Harry Maguire is mm. going to give you. He's going to give you an extra pair of hands to warm the plane up on the tarmac. I, For me, I just don't agree with the England squad. But I'm not a great fan of Gareth Southgate. Right. So my view's quite slightly uh, skewed. Has he been, like, because, I mean, let's face it, there's there'll be some kids that only know England as a, uh, as a semi-final and uh, final team. Like they haven't experienced all the hurt that we have played. Yeah, take a look. I know, but we're but, playing a lot more crap teams now in a World Cup. Is he... Did we just have the benefit of a really good group of players for, like, six years? And uh, no, or, or is he... Or are other teams... The competition's less. The competition's, the competition's less. more, yeah. sorry, now. So what we had before, we had a bigger competition. Right. We had, what we had before was a smaller competition, more concentrated group of players. Yeah. What we've got now is a massive competition. With Let's go through the just on the groups. So I want you to call off who's going to win the group. Are you ready? Group A? Okay. Ecuador, Netherlands, Senegal and Qatar. Um, Netherlands win the group. There we go. Who comes second? Ecuador. Ecuador. Ecuador! That's all I can hear when I hear that song. Group B, uh, England, Iran, USA and the Welsh. I want to say England, but I don't know. I England, Wales though, you know. I, I think Wales potentially top the group. Really? Yeah, because, that much. because like, we, we, I mean, look at England, um, Scotland in the Euros. You know what I mean? It was a game that we should have walked over them, and we didn't. Yeah, we true. crumble under under that little bit of extra pressure. I know, but if we're going by game. that logic, mate, we've got Iran and USA as well. <laughs> I know, but I think uh, you know, I, I, I potentially Wales, England, in that order. I genuinely, for some reason, I'm, I, I look at Iran and worry, mm. and I don't know why. <laughs> Just in general, <laughs> no, 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 no. Fuck no. you, George Bush. No, like... <laughs> <laughs> no. no I... You didn't have WMDs, clear on it. I look at the. I know he's still looking for them though. Um, every t- just looking at that group, and I don't know why Iran petrifies me. Right. And I don't know why. Well, that's tomorrow. But if they're or today, no, if you're listening to the podcast, is it tomorrow? Doing the yeah, play tomorrow? England play tomorrow. One o'clock kick off as well. Ooh, that's I'm a working. million people not going work. <laughs> I'm working from home tomorrow, actually. Well, I'm uh, I'm I'm just going to watch it on my phone. Arge- second group: Argentina, Mexico, Poland, and Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Brilliant team, Saudi Arabia. Lovely country. <laughs> Argentina. Argen- I'd go Argentina. Group. Mm, Mexico. Mexico. I'm going Mexico. Could be I'm Poland. Could be Poland. I hope it's Saudi Arabia. I hope it's Saudi Arabia too. <laughs> Saudi Arabia to top the group. Argentina comes second. Mexico to Judging come second. Judging by the VAR in this game, it will be Saudi Arabia. Jesus. Well, if only life was that easy. <laughs> uh, group D, we've got Kangaroo Boys, Australia, uh, Denmark, France and Tunisia. France, France have just had Benzema ruled out of the World Cup. Hmm. Australia, I'd go for that group, me. I'm going Denmark to top it. Yeah. France to come second. Mm. It's definitely the Europeans that are through on that group. Costa Rica, group E, Costa Rica, the Germans, <laughs> Japan, <laughs> the Germans, the Japan and Spain. Um, Japan and Costa Rica now. It'll be, it'll be Germany, Spain, surely. I'm going Spain, Japan. You're going Spain, Japan? 
I, I'm, I'm going Spain, Japan, just because I, I think they passed this. Right. Uh, is the German team... I think... Like Italy at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even... Well, Italy are watching it from home. They're not doing anything in this yeah, World Cup. Just, they didn't even qual- win the Euros, didn't qualify for the World. Yeah. Yeah. No one knows. They wanted a rest. Group F, Belgium, Canada. That great country where we're going to do yeah, all the World Cups. Yeah, do all the World Cups in Canada. Croatia or Morocco. <sighs> Croatia. Belgium. Belgium. Or Belgium, Croatia. Yeah. I'd go Belgium, Croatia. Is Lukaku fit? Don't forget mm. you've got Kevin De Bruyne and whatnot in Belgium as well. Yeah, Belgium, Croatia. Yeah. Brazil, Cameroon, Serbia, Switzerland. <laughs> Do Brazil come first and second in that? Brazil first. <laughs> I'd go Brazil, Serbia. Brazil, Serbia. Yeah. And then we've got Ghana, South Korea, Portugal, Uruguay. That is a very hard group. Yeah. To, true story. Back in the 90s when I was watching the um, African Cup of Nations, I, I used to support Ghana. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Who was your favourite player? Uh, Tony Yubert. Oh. <laughs> Fully aware of who he is as well. Um, Ex-Leeds. Ex-Leeds, yeah. That's, that's why. I mean, one of my friends was, a couple of my friends were Leeds fans, so like, we, we just supported Ghana. Mm. <laughs> uh, Portugal. And... Fuck it, South Korea. <laughs> I'm going Uruguay, Ghana. <laughs> and I'm getting Portugal to come bottom of the group. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just think Ronaldo, and we'll get on to that now, Cristiano, mm-hmm. I just think he's a bit of a dick. He is a bit of a dick, isn't he? Yeah. He's a bit of a dick. I mean, he's a he's a handsome dick. Let's talk about and Cristiano. He's, he's a rich dick. <laughs> and oh, he's yeah. got some skills, like... How's that 46 minutes still? It's second half, just kicked off. <laughs> that, that's how that's 46 minutes. Sorry, it was on 46 minutes when I looked at it earlier on before we started the podcast and it's just gone 46 minutes. Anyway, it, today was, this week's was Piers Morgan's... Oh, the, that interview on... Um, tell-all interview on what, Talk TV. Talk, yeah, that weird channel that people who haven't got jobs anymore present on. Yes, with Piers Morgan. Thank God he's not on the show because he'd, he'd kill you for that. Uh, I know, with Piers Morgan and Cristiano Ronaldo, for Cristiano Ronaldo to moan about everything and not notice he's getting old. <laughs> How do you explain to a bloke who last year was very, very good, Mm. individually. How do you explain to someone who's very good individually that you do not work as a team? And the team has to work. Yeah. For you and your own accolades, this works for you perfectly, but for us, it doesn't work as part of the team. Mm -hmm. So if you want to score 26 goals in the season we finish 6th or 7th. Yeah. If you don't play, we finish 4th, 3rd or 2nd. Yeah. How do you explain that to somebody? If his stature as well in grandeur. Now, if anyone who doesn't Mm. know, Cristiano Ronaldo is the leading goal scorer of all time. He's one of the most decorated players ever to walk the face of this earth. Yeah. Arguably. Arguably. The best player in the world. I'd say he's the second best player. Yeah. Yeah. not, not, Not now. I don't believe he's the best player in the world now. Last season, going back... Like pound for pound, let's say, you know... Ten years, yeah, 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 yeah. Overall. Overall, yeah, he's the second best player mm. in the world. For me, I'm yeah. Messi. 
Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, but arguably, you know, I mean, you, yeah. if somebody, you could argue the case that he is. There's, you could argue the case that Messi is. There's not know. much between them, if there is anything between them. Mm. And what he did this week was systematically come out, basically with a big sign with Piers Morgan that said, Manchester United, please fire me. Mm. Did you watch it? I didn't watch it, but I've seen some of the uh, the social media posts about it. And um, and yeah, it's it's very shit, isn't it? It's a very shitty thing. Yeah, I know. He's obviously what what's happened is he's kept quiet. He's kept himself to himself. How, how how what's he got left on his contract? Two years. So this season and next season. This season and next yeah, season, yeah. Yeah. Um I think with a possible year extension. Four hundred and fifty yeah. I think it was something I think we're fifteen million. Mm. And I think he just wants paying out so he can go. Paying out so he can go. Yeah. Uh, I think the problem what Manchester United did, and Man United's a massive problem, such mm. a screwed up club. Club. It hasn't had an upgrade since Fergie, apparently, according to Cristiano, because he told everyone. Um, even the jacuzzis, they say. Well, um, did you know that? I've I've, I've heard. Are yeah. you aware the jacuzzis the same at Man United? <laughs> I am now. We've got the same um, exercise bikes. Do you know that? I've got. I remember <laughs> seeing uh, Gary Neville talking on uh, Sky Sports. And and he was like ripping the place apart. He was like, it needs, it needs updating. It needs work doing to it. It's this is Manchester United, and it's falling apart. Mm. And and even he was like, you know, it's they need get the builders in. You know yeah. I mean? like, <laughs> Give it a paint, lads. Come give on. it a lick of fucking paint for God's sake. <laughs> so apparently, Manchester United, uh, he's got the executives who were against him and never wanted him there. Mm. He didn't name any, nor did Piers push him for an answer. Yeah. However, it was okay. However, it was tragically disgusting that Meghan Markle, Meghan Markle, Meghan, Meghan, Meghan. Yeah. However, it was a different story when she said someone in the royal family was a racist, and the interviewer didn't push her to say who. Mm. Mm, same thing, Piers. Same thing, Piers. Same thing, Piers. Um, he said the jacuzzis hadn't been upgraded. Shocking. The exercise bikes hadn't been upgraded. Oof. Nothing basically has changed in 15 years in Manchester United since Cristiano and Alexander, Alexander, Alex Ferguson is there. Okay, is that, is that the form? You're I've been awake since six o'clock like in the morning. Alexander Ferguson. I, I've, I've been awake since six o'clock this morning and teaching kids football. Then the girls, so leave me alone. Um, so yeah, so I, I was just amazed at how much a player could kind of put a bullet to his chin and just blow his blow his own brains out. The guy's a legend at the club. Yeah. And you've just sat there and completely just tore down tore the club apart, that you've yeah. got. And I understand that you, he has had a terrible grievance and his, do- and his baby daughter, his wife was giving birth to twins and one of them didn't make it. Mm. I can't imagine that, nah, the birth know. of a child and that shouldn't happen to any family. Um, and that must have been terrible, but he didn't get a pre-season, so off the back of that, you've got to start... You have to look within Cristiano. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and be there to inspire, not there to be a knobhead. And yeah. that's all I've got. But he just came across as a massive dick. Yeah. I got 27 minutes into the first interview, and I got 36 minutes into the second. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't watch it anymore because it was a bit sycophantic. Yeah. It, it... A similar thing happened with um, with AEW a couple of months back uh, with CM Punk. You know, you got it 
CM Punk being of similar stature to you know Ronaldo when it comes to pro wrestling and yeah. and football. You know, I mean, he's but Punk was out with the game for you know six six years, seven years, something like that before he, he made this massive comeback and and everybody loved. I love the fact that he was back. Oh, I punk. huge pop for him. And as the years gone on, I mean, he got injured, which didn't help matters. Pardon me. As nice. The, as the years that was that was what from his f- fucking toes. That was Jesus. <laughs> How was that? Um, and as the, the like his career in AEW went on, you just get the sense that he was just a massive dick. And then he did a press conference after the last pay per view, and it all went to shit. He was just throwing people under the bus, and he was he was being a prick, a full on entitled knobhead. Yeah. And then he gets backstage. And uh, the young boxer executive producers in in, um, in AEW and Kenny Omega storm his locker room and go, "What the fuck?" And they end up a legit fist fighting in the, in the locker room. They all get suspended, but um, we know CM Punk can't do that. We've seen MMA. It's, yeah, it's looking it's looking <laughs> like um, that he's he will not be coming back to AEW, and I think he's pushing for a payout on his contract. And, so he wants to go WWE um, then. Uh, well, I wouldn't rule it out. I would not rule it out at all. You know, what I mean, Cody Rhodes, who started AEW, is now back in WWE. You know what I mean? There you go. It's, I would not rule it out, especially now Vince isn't Vince around anymore. Vince is gone. Triple you know, H is in there. Triple H is pulling. For me, there's only one better on the microphone than CM Punk. Punk Pink. CM, CM Punk. Pink. There's only one better than CM Punk. Rock. He was brilliant. He I was think brilliant on, on a mic. mic, on a mic, I think he's the second best in WWE history. I think um, you know Punk. Punk was famous for that pipe bomb um, promo, and he is very good at what he does. I don't think he's been as good in AEW, but he has been seven years out the game, and um, he was a bit rusty uh, with his mic skills. Uh, that one of the, I mean, one of the best at the moment is mjf but he's still young you know what i mean and he's only going to get better and i I hope they don't push him too fast but he's very very good at what he does is he good Um, on the mark brilliant yeah promos his promos are fucking amazing um but you know you you look at the the, all the guys that that are that are good at promos you know i mean the rock was brilliant uh you know rick flair yeah what the fuck one of the best promos Dusty roads, you know what I mean. Just great guys, and there's a there's a, a batch of wrestlers that came out of NXT who are also brilliant on the mic because they were under the tutorage of Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, you know what I mean. He gave them them promo skills. Um, but yeah, Punk, you know, it just turns out that he's actually a massive dick um, and a bit entitled. And mm. it's like, dude, seriously, like you know, people fucking worship you. And you are not, you know, this isn't CM Punk of 2004 anymore. You're not on the indies anymore. You're not wrestling in in gymnasiums. You know, you're not young anymore. You you you're the old god, and you should be there to grow up. Yeah, <laughs> grow the fuck up. Yeah. yeah, you should be there to help and encourage the younger guys coming that- through. You know I think I mean? that's pretty much the same angle with Ronaldo. Yeah, he should, he, he's... you've released that interview about you on the same day that a youngster scored his first goal for Manchester United. Yeah. I would have just gone, just do it tomorrow. Just be there. Be there as part of this team to fucking help and encourage the other players. You know what I mean? You're a fucking legend, Ronaldo. You are a legend in the sport. Yeah. And people adore you. People, I guarantee there's people playing 
now young players playing that picked a football up because they saw Cristiano Ronaldo playing for Manchester United 15 years ago. And you know now I mean? you're there. And now you're there. And it's like, be the fucking bigger man and accept the fact that you're not 20 anymore. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? people will select a faster player over yeah. you just because they will get there. Whereas you can't get there. Remember, but... remember when Michael Owen played for Stoke? <laughs> I was at Stoke when they signed him, you know. I thought, this is amazing. And then I saw him. <laughs> I didn't know what he was. Literally the but, end of the career. But like Michael Owen said, I couldn't. Michael Owen will confess. I couldn't run. He'll say he couldn't run for the last seven years of his career. Hmm. Says so for that, yeah. he was just standing and just pick, touching a ball and a goal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I haven't watched the interview. I've seen some social media clips. But, man, dick move. Just, just don't, man. Just, Why are people dicks? Just stop it. Just, stop just it. being an absolute moron. I'm not like saying he's a dick punk. in general, you know what I mean? The guy's done a lot. He seems for, being a dick in general. He's done a lot for, like, charities and whatnot, and, you know, he, he seems all right, I guess, but that was just a dick move. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's just not in the, the a good place at the moment mentally. You know what I mean? Maybe he I, just needs. I think that's the. Ca- yeah. I think that's the case. But when you when you're in grief, surely somebody, surely somebody should in his said, camp should be I like. I don't think this, this interview with Piers Morgan about Manchester United is a good idea. And if you can't have that conversation with him, you've got to pick up. I mean, fancy doing it with fucking Piers Morgan as well. Apparently, they're good friends. Yeah. Well, shows how much of a dick he is. Yeah. If you're good, make some Piers Morgan, especially. I got... Ugh, Piers Morgan, man, what the fuck? He's... Every now and then, something comes out of his mouth that's actually genius. And I go, yep, you're right there, Piers. But it is literally once <sighs> once uh, every maybe 18 months or something. <laughs> so the England players have announced... Oh, go on. ...that they'll be taking the knee before the, before the game. Meh. But why announce it, though? Yeah, just fucking, just get just on with it. Just do it. Just get on with it, man. I don't care. I, I don't... Right. I, I, I'm i getting a bit fed up with virtue signalling. Yeah, I get you. In all aspects of life. Mm-hmm. Not just in a little bit. Just like blokes doing random shares. Oh, men have to keep all their feelings inside. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. Grow up. Oh, no, I want a couple of people to chase me and say I'm okay. It's the same thing. I think. It's on, the same thing. Yeah. If you announce something to go, we're going to do this, you're inviting, you are inviting challenge. Yeah. Because you're announcing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, d- just do it. Don't just announce do it. it, just do it. Um, and, you know, the, 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 like the social media posts and stuff like that, I, I, I get it. Like, you know, sometimes somebody puts something like that up because they want somebody to go, are you okay? And then they can go, actually, no, I'm not. It's their way of maybe getting somebody to mm. engage. But nine times out of ten, it's just horse crap. Like, and, it's, and it's the reason why, you know, and as much as, as much as we've moved on leaps and bounds, especially over the last few years, when it comes to mental health, and especially men's mental health, um, you know, people are talking about it more. People are engaging more. People are talking about it too much. It, it, this is the point I'm getting to. Like, um, it, it's become fashionable. Yeah. And and I am sorry for everybody out there that suffers with mental health problems that your medical issue has now become a fashion trend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or pick a number and get um, in line. And it's... <laughs> sorry, mate. I'm done. You know what I mean? It's like... And it's still the reason why 
even though people are talking about it more, it's still the reason why people don't want to talk about it. There's still people out there that go, do you know what? I don't want it put it out there that I'm that I'm suffering at the moment because I'll just be looked at like everybody else that's putting it out there that it may be doing it for attention that maybe you know your virtue signaling and stuff mm. that, that you said that maybe just saying it because it's a it's fashionable on world mental health day to put a status on facebook going Suicide awareness going day. um you, you know uh why do I need to be aware of it's it it's okay to not be okay you know what i mean it's it, it it's fashionable to do that, and I don't know. The, I don't know the fucking answer because I do. I've got the answer for you. If you don't Dave. talk, then it's not helping. If you talk too much, it's you're not over helping because you're triggering left, right, yeah. and centre. What has happened to you, ladies and gentlemen? And I'm not. I'm not going to get into mental mental health because it's a bo- very boring subject that everyone's gone on way too Ow. much about. Something See? just went snapping me off. See <laughs> what the fuck was that? Now Dave's bloody after attention. Woo! What I, what is that? What has happened, Dave? What has happened? Now you know when me and me and you were in a pub. Yeah. And you go, oh mate, I've got a problem. Mm-hmm. I feel like. I feel like I'm just not all right. I feel like something's just not right. I feel like something's not done. And I go. Maybe you need to get a grip. <laughs> the fuck. What's up with you? And I get okay. you, I get you, and go eat it, have these five pints, and I shake you a little bit, mm. and you have a bit of fun, and you distract away from your normality, and you forget about, and you forget about, now listen, I'm not listening. and you I'm forget listening. about how poor things are, because you're not sitting there micro-analysing things, you're actually out enjoying yourself, burning your energy, and having a good time. What's happened to that? I don't, I don't think... That's always going to be the fix, though. That, no, but, that's a one-way ticket to alcoholism. Like, no, do you know no, what? But, when I'm drunk, I feel fucking ace. No, but what, what happened to I'm going to work hard I think Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, my God. Everything's going wrong on a Thursday. You know what? I need a beer. There's, I think there's different there's different um, stages of, of, like, there's been a bit sad, right? <laughs> Where, But how do you get to here? How do you get to where? How do you get from, oh, Cleon? Being a bit sad. No, no, listen. Okay. How do you get from, oh, Cleon, oh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, mate, come on. Blah, blah, blah. And have a quick 10 minutes. Come on, man. Mm. Sort it out. Right. Fucking Jake. A couple of pounds. Blah, 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 blah. Do you want me to tell you how you get to this point to this point? The person who's moaning to me moans to 15 other people. Right. And then 15 other people all go, oh. Oh. Oh, maybe you should go. Maybe you should do this, or maybe you should do that. And then they throw their opinion in. The problem is with these fifteen other people, none of them are qualified enough to give their fucking opinion. Right. None of them. Not one of them. So then they go to another fifteen, and it just creates a bigger yeah. and bigger and bigger and bigger a escapology fuck. And you can't get out of your own circle of down tr- down thoughts, and it goes further and further down. This is just my analogy of mental health. Right. So my 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 way of remedying this just go to the pub. Just go to the pub. Right. So um, <laughs> I've discovered mental health, Dave. What's that? I, I, yeah, I mean for anybody listening that, that might want to take that advice up and just go to the pub, don't. <laughs> just don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Um like no, PlayStation I, 5. I yeah, I mean adding to cart is definitely a really good remedy when you're not feeling great. Like, what do we do when we're sad? We add to cart. 
we buy shit. Um, that, uh, that's why I have a lot of credit card debt. So, <laughs> uh, no, there, 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 there the is... a bit of rub and tickle. There is different levels. You know, there's been a little bit sad where you get to the end of your working week and you go, oh, God, I don't really, I don't really fucking feel good. And then Cleon goes, well, you got a grip. Do you want to go pub? And you go, yeah, right, come on, let's go to the pub. And then you have a couple of beers and then you feel better because you're not sad anymore but there is also clinical depression where like getting the grip and having a few beers is not going to solve Doing that problem. monday to sunday is not yeah. the right way people yeah that, that's not going to solve anything so yeah please do talk please do go and get some help from somewhere if but if you are just a little bit sad that's fine we all we're all a little bit sad you know what i mean everybody gets a little bit sad some people get a lot more sad so People who get a lot more sad don't don't go drinking it down the bottom of a bottle. We don't we don't we don't want that. No. If you're just a little bit sad, have a beer with your mates. You'll feel a bit better. Talk your problems out. You might get a bit hungover in the morning, but you've just borrowed some happiness from tomorrow. That's all that is. It's fine. God willing. And then you go back to work and you go, okay, I'm all right now. Go yeah. And then Thursday, you're a little bit sad again. Anyway, back onto our virtual signaling England team. Uh, what were they doing? Taking the knee. They were taking the knee on the Monday because they've just announced that. Yeah. Which is fine, but we've just arrived on an aeroplane that's called Rainbow. Have we? Yeah, because just... it was a virtue signalling rainbow for LGPD for <laughs> whatever the entire they're all LGBTQ plus two plus two A. Is that right? There's a few more, yeah, yeah, but what? LGBTQ plus four A. That'll do. Q plus end at Q plus that's fine. What, what? But there are more letters if if needs be. I, no, I want to know what the letters are now. I've got no fucking idea. I want to get onto Google. I want to know what the letters letters are. I'm I'm now I'm now massively over curious. Oh, here we go. LGBTQIA two A plus. Go on. It stands for. All right. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, and or questioning. Intersex, asexual, to spirit, and the countless affirmative ways in which people choose to self-identify. Right. If you listen to the podcast, could you tell us what all the words mean after you could five? Have, you could have just put the plus after the T. No, the Q. LGBTQ+. plus. You don't need the IA2S. Because the plus is the countless affirmative ways in which people choose to self-identify. Surely you just need a plus if that's the case. But you could do Al and plus. <laughs> plus. You could, couldn't you? Really? LGBTQ plus. That's 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 how I approach it. LGBTQ plus. So because and I think that is that is welcomed because these things are outlawed, as we all know, in the fabulous uh, area of Qatar. We have arrived on a rainbow, uh, a plane called Rainbow or rainbow colours, or something along those lines, and we are taking a knee against all social injustices. And I agree with the taking a knee, I just don't see why we had to announce it. No, I... I yeah, just do it. But, I, I mean, I just think, is it not just part and parcel of England's game now? They do it anyway, don't they? So I, That's what I mean. I don't know why we've had to announce it. I mean, Harry Kane's wearing his rainbow armband, isn't he, as well? Yeah, but why do we have to announce it? You know what I mean? It's... Uh... <sighs> I don't know. I don't know why we have to announce it. Does it achieve anything by announcing it? Or does it just... I suppose it gets the conversation started, but in that case, you're also going to get the haters hating. You know what I mean? It should just be about the football. Saudi Stop. Arabia have just released a news article. Stop bringing politics into it. They um, are most definitely not taking a knee, they've said. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that 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 explains uh, a lot. Um there's there's a lot of obviously, you know, very World Cup orientated this uh, this podcast. There is a lot of controversy around the World mm-hmm. Cup being in Qatar. Uh not only is the you know, the human rights, the the fact that it's illegal to be homosexual over there. Is it illegal to be homosexual? Is it illegal to practice homosexuality? I think that's both of the not necessarily like if 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 I stand there and go, I'm homosexual. I swear you were going to go somewhere else with this. I might, I might in a minute. If I stand there and say I'm homosexual, will I, will I get arrested, or do I have to actually be sucking a cock? I, <laughs> I don't. Oh dear, I don't like copping the balls and everything. I just like stroking you know. the shaft. Um, <laughs> I genuinely, I genuinely don't know. I don't know the in the ins or outs of it. I think it's just barred in general. Right. I think it's just I think it's I think it's against the Quran or against Well it is it is a majority Muslim well, Muslim. It, it is, Islam is the um I think it's an I think it's I think it's against Islam. It's in a, well it's an Islamic country, isn't it? So um, so that's where I think that's come from. I can't think of it. It's the yeah, Islam is the national religion of Qatar. There we go. Um I I mean, they didn't have like like a minimum wage and stuff for like migrant workers and what. That's the other thing that's come from this, like you know, migrant workers that have like died building these stadiums and um, getting paid. For, you know what the minimum wage is for the migrant workers? Pound, pound an hour, pound an hour, mate. Um, Should be happy to have that in Saudi Arabia for as well. Sake. They're not in Saudi Arabia; they're in Qatar. Well, if they were in Saudi Arabia, <laughs> that'd be a very good wage. That would fine um, country that it is. So, but you've got like the the, the actual process with um, with FIFA, and was there not like you know backhanders and money, and there was people being bribed for the votes, and yeah. and like everybody's like now been everybody involved in giving Qatar the World Cup now doesn't work for FIFA anymore, and everybody who chose for the World Cup to be in Qatar now completely disagrees to completely thinks this was a bad idea. It's a really silly idea to break last week uh, the Premier League. Mm. Seven days later, World Cup. In fact, nine days after you've just kicked a football in the Premier League, you're running out for England in the World Cup. Or you're running out for Spain, you're running out for whoever. I just think it's a really, really bad planned event. Would it, um... to do it at Qatar, To do it at Qatar at all, Mm. Uh, however, Qatar have never qualified for a World Cup ever. Mm. They are now in a World Cup. Yeah, their fans know how everyone else, all the fans feel now. They've done it, okay. But that doesn't mean we should be doing it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's talk about the longevity now and the project that's coming afterwards to ensure that these stadiums are correctly used. Well, this stadium that they're playing in at the moment, um, once the World Cup's over, they're demolishing the top tier. Um, so it's currently holds. I think I think they said it holds like sixty thousand or something like that. Um, and by the time they've demolished the top tier, it'll hold thirty two. That's probably to, for the local team. 
Well, yeah, because you know somebody's going to have to go into them. All this, there's eight stadiums that are uh, hosting the the games, and they're all within an hour's drive of the capital as well. well that's so, good. so yeah, there's no like. But then again, Qatar is like the size of my thumb. It's tiny. <laughs> I know, but it's a big map. It is a big map. <laughs> Depends um, how big your map is. Australia could be that big. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's a it's a it's a tiny um, country. Uh, they're all within an hour of each other, and I, I was I was hoping to tune into the um, opening ceremony, but apparently that wasn't on the BBC as I found out because I, I turned it on at three o'clock when the coverage started and the ceremony had finished, um, and I was like, oh, do we not get to watch that? Is that was that on Red Button or something? I don't know. Um, so yeah, that that wasn't on there. Uh, I was hoping to see what that was what that was like, um, but. I- I, I'm dead curious about the royal family of Qatar because they've banned alcohol. Yeah, well, that that came like two days ago from the stadium. Like three months. It was was it not only three months ago that they said, "Oh yeah, we're playing the first game on Sunday." Yeah, and it was scheduled for the Monday, but it's like, no, we're doing it on Sunday. No, we're doing it on a Sunday. It's now. Like, what the fuck? You only got three months. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, we're doing it on a Sunday, and then two days ago they yeah. just went. Yeah. By the way, no alcohol. No alcohol. You can't do that. I think you'll find we can. Mm. No, you can't. I think you'll find we can. If you can't enjoy the football without being drunk, though, then there's there's a problem. You know what I mean? Have you watched England? Have you watched England in a World Cup? You don't have to be drunk <laughs> as you're watching, though. You can just get drunk after. <laughs> you need <laughs> to drink during. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole point to doing this as an England fan. Oh, my God, we're here again. And you yeah. look to your mate in the 80th minute and you go, pub. Pub. <laughs> so where is it? Is the alcohol ban just in the stadiums? In the stadiums. Um, is it an is it a non-alcohol country anyway? Yes. Um, but they they allow it for tourism. It's a non-alcohol comp- country anyway, but they will allow it for tourism. But I think you have to go out. I've got. I've got like my missus' his cousin works there's there. Specific places you can go there's to certain drink. Certain places yeah, yeah. you can go and fetch alcohol from and take it back to your place. Right. Okay. So in Qatar right now, there'll be Operation Alcohol throughout every single England fan's itinerary. Mm. I can guarantee you now, every hotel bath <laughs> that is currently being full. shared, it's just full of ice and beer. Ice and beers. There's no England fan taking a bath for this entirety of the competition. Mm. Beer's full of uh, baths full of ice and beer, and that's what will be happening. People will just be mass stock. So what will end up happening through not being allowed to sell beer is people will get more drunk. Yeah, before they get there. Because what they'll do is they'll go nuts before they even leave the premises. Yeah. So now you're going to have a bunch of people who can barely walk straight before they even leave. I think we're going to see a lot of people from a lot of different countries not going home after this World Cup. Or going home, but with, like, I don't know, with a hand less. <laughs> like... yeah. Yeah. Minus a finger. Minus a finger. Um, Minus a hand. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of trouble. Um, I, do. I don't think it should ever have gone there. But it's the way... It's the way of sports at the moment, because the money's there. Mm. You know what I mean? These... Um, these these countries, Saudi Arabia, Bahrain, you know, Qatar, you know, the F1, it's like... I don't know if you count Bahrain in that. Eh? Bahrain. Well, it's there, isn't it? It's, it's there, but I think place. their royal family's only a couple um, 20 billion. You know, 
uh, places like Abu Dhabi as well, you know what I mean? It's where the fucking city. money is. And, you know, F1 especially, they've got loads of races just in that little area. You know what I mean? You're getting this wrong. So let me break it down for you, Dave. Dubai, mm-hmm. Man City. Mm-hmm. Saudi Arabia, Newcastle. Newcastle. Qatar, Paris Saint-Germain. Is it is it PSG? Yeah. 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 So that's how the countries are split out. Bahrain, free to a new home. Free to a new home. Could be Liverpool, could be Man United. We don't know, but they are only £20 billion rich. Is Bahrain... I can tell you the the royal uh, family on the Bahrain football team. It is Al Nasir. Bahrain is considered the fifth most prosperous country in the Arab region. Mm-hmm. There's only five. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. It's got a bridge to Saudi Arabia as well. Did you know that? Well, it's next to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, it's got it's, a bridge. It's just above Qatar. And then Saudi Arabia's massive next to both of them. Like. Newcastle. Will you call it by its proper Newcastle, name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sunny Newcastle. But yeah, things like F1 and boxing. You know what I mean? And wrestling, WWE, they're all going mm. over there because that's where the fucking money is. Of course they're going to go there. Of course they are. Um, Speaking about F1, go on. my daddy's currently in Dubai. Okay, yeah. Big uh, daddy Bruce. And he is currently on the start, start line for the F1, if you want to look. Let's have a look. Let's have a picture of this little picture here. And he was talking to... Who won the F1 last last time? Uh, Max Verstappen. Yeah, that's who he was talking to when he rang me the other night. Very nice. Um, I, I I have a friend who... Uh, is, that, is, that a, is that a porn star martini? It is a porn star martini. <laughs> um, yeah, Cheeky I didn't... bugger that he is. I didn't uh, watch the race today, but I did listen to it on Radio 5 because I had things to do. I was out and about, so I banged my headphones in. Um, it sounded like a good race. Uh, I do like Radio 5's coverage of the F1. It, they, they do they do very well of uh, telling you what the fuck's going on. <laughs> like, I love listening to football on radio. Mm. I, not watching it. Yeah. Just listening just to it, on, it radio. on football. Yeah, I think it's much better. Um, yeah, yeah. The so the season's all wrapped up now. Abu Dhabi was the the last last race of the season. Um, Max Verstappen uh, won the championship, however many races ago. Red Bull claimed the constructors' championship. Uh, the oh, main, is he done now? Yeah, yeah. Today was the last race. Um, Lewis no. Lewis no. Lewis got beaten by his own teammate this season. You know what I mean? Where has the, he finished up this week? This year? Um, for a little. So we've uh, let's see if I know this off the top of my head. Actually, so Verstappen yeah. was first. Uh, Charles Leclerc's bagged second. Uh, from today's race, Sergio Perez third. Would Carlos Sainz be fourth? And then Lewis. Yeah, George Russell's beating as well. Let me get this. Um... Flipping egg. <clears throat> Not that it's about the fastest car or anything. Yeah, Carlos Sainz fourth. Um... I know that's the result for the race. <laughs> You can't do whole music on a podcast, dude. I'm doing it. I've done it. Formula One. No. Why can't Ecuador's national anthem be that? Ecuador! Yeah. Drivers. Good knowledge, mate. Fuck me. 
There we go. Right. Max Verstappen, Charles Leclerc, Sergio Perez, George Russell in the Mercedes finished fourth. Carlos Sainz fifth. Lewis Hamilton sixth. Wow. Lewis Hamilton has only ever been beaten by his teammate twice, right? The first one was Jensen Button, who was a world champion. Yeah. The second one was Nico Rosberg, who was a world champion. And now, George Russell, who is not a world champion. So, three times. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, be- no, I mean before. <laughs> oh, right, before okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah. And George Russell has come into this Mercedes and, uh, and managed to beat... Lewis Hamilton's had a really poor season. Um, but the Mercedes were both showing um, uh, promise at the end of the season. So It's a poor car into this season. It's not though. been the best car, yeah. They've not, had, they've not had a good car at all. But saying um, that, the new F1 Mercedes AMG's a poor car as well. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a poor car. Um, yeah, Red Bull fucking knocked it out of the park this, this year. They've, they've had the best car, the best drivers... Um, I think the last world championship which Max Verstappen won, he won it under very, very, very controversial circumstances, um, which is a shame because Max Verstappen is more than capable of winning multiple world championships. He's a phenomenal driver. He's brilliant. Mm. He's a bit of a mardos. He's a bit of a knob end. But, you know... He is a racing driver. So was Michael Schumacher. You know what I mean? He's... It's... He's he's got all the talent in the world to be a multiple time world champion, and it's such a shame that he won his first one under controversial circumstances. His second one, um, they've just knocked it out of the fucking park. Yeah. He's been brilliant. I think now he, he's won fifteen races this season, and I think that is the most races won by a single driver in one season. I think he holds that record now. There goes the um, bestest driver in the world. You know then. what I mean? Um, and and the car was just phenomenal. It's been brilliant. So uh, Mercedes was showing promise near the end of the season. I think next season should be more interesting, more competitive. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it the next season. Yeah. I think there's an extra couple of races as well. Uh, so. so the way F1 works, I take it then Lewis Hamilton's going to get a new car. Does he stay with Mercedes or does yeah, he have the possibility he's, to move he's on? He's signed another contract, so. He's still with them. All, all the seats are, are full now. They've all signed contracts. So Russell and, and Hamilton are still with Mercedes. Uh, they'll they'll get a, a new car. It'll be the W14, I think it'll be, the next car, mm-hmm. um, where they'll, uh, they're allowed to make you know the changes within the regulations to the cars. Um, Red Bull have got a... Um, They've had a restriction on their, I think it's wind tunnel test time due to overspending in the previous season, something um, like that. Um, so it could potentially reduce um, their lap times by, you know, half a second, yeah. a second, whatever. You know, but it could potentially just, he could knock them back a little bit. Okay. Just having just having that bit of a, a cap on the, on the wind tunnel time, um, which, you know, I hope... You know what? As much as I, I really, really, really want to see Lewis Hamilton break Schumacher's record, mm. if he doesn't, that's fine. He's equaled it. I would love to see him break the record. Um, he will. However, it's been that long since Ferrari have won anything that I would also love to see Ferrari up there and winning a world championship again. Do you know where I'd like to see you win a world championship on F1? Go on. Ford. I don't. They're not. They haven't got a car. Well, they should have a car. They should have a car. Okay. 
Well, see, we'll Suzuki. See what Suzuki. Um, <laughs> uh, there's rumours of Jaguar. Uh, coming, I'd start a Skoda one if I were more limited the, money. Coming, coming into F1. Uh, and we, I'd push that Skoda until it won. <laughs> And I, I would, I'd plough money into it until it won and then I'd never look at the sport again. Yeah, just go. That'd and be I'm me done. done. And I'm done. That's what Nico Rosberg did when he won his world championship. He retired. <laughs> Literally the next day he announced his retirement. <laughs> and it was like... Mis- I can get with that though. Mercedes were like, oh fuck, we need another driver now. <laughs> I can get with that and I understand that mentality. Right, thank you. And I I'm came, done. I came to do what I'm doing. I've, I bet he came close to winning it thousands of times before it. Do you know what he's? Um, uh, I bet he, he's the best place <clears throat> second person on planet Earth. I think I think he would have won more if Lewis Hamilton wasn't his teammate. Yeah, that's the fact funny. that Lewis Hamilton was his teammate, it was just like they're both in the best car, they're both racing each so, other. So his life's been <clears throat> this. Oh, oh, he's won again. The pain in the yeah. arse. Oh, he's won again. The pain in the arse. So once he won a championship, he went right. I'm done. I'm out. Sod you all. Made me money. I'm out. I'm done. Sick of seeing. I'm sick of seeing the back of his head. I'm going. Telling me letting him pass. I'm sick of letting him pass. I think next season, the problem that Lewis Hamilton's going to have once again is George Russell because George Russell is a phenomenal driver. Um, and I've said it a thousand times when he was with Williams, he dragged that shit box into Q3, every Q2 or Q3, every fucking Saturday. And that car is pissing awful. And George Russell could, could drag it into Q2 and even Q3 All right, sometimes. Right. <laughs> He's a phenomenal driver. And the fact that he was in an half decent... At the end of the day, Mercedes may not have the best car this season. They still came third, mm. you know, and they were still miles above the fucking rest of the grid. Yeah. Like, it's just that Ferrari and, and Red Bull did the homework mm. for the change of, of specs. And, you know, the, the George Russell is young, he's hungry, he's... He wants to win. He won his first race this season, which is brilliant. He's so used to winning everything fucking else, like F2, F3, whatever. Then it's great that he's won his first race. Um, And he will be a problem for Lewis Hamilton next season. Uh, You know, he's he's not been a problem, so to speak, this season. They've both been... The car's just been pretty shit. And Lewis has had to adapt to not having the best car anymore. Mm. And he's had to learn how to drive again because no matter what people say, yes, he was in the best car for however many years, but he's also a phenomenal driver. And being in a shit car compared to the Red Bull has made him have to drive that car again and get the best out of it and prove that he's a good driver. And now he's done that for a season. I think it's going to help him next season. Um, You know, yeah, Russell beat him when it comes to being his teammate, but it's going to be interesting. Mm. It's going to be very interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Um, don't know how I'm going to watch it, but <laughs> Channel you know, 4 I'll, 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 I will sort. <laughs> I'll sort that out because I, 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 on that discussion, there isn't a change in the password, so I've got no idea why it's not working. Strange. I've spoke to Sky. It's, um, it's been reset and everything. It's exactly the same. It's pathetic. I have got a phone call coming with Virgin Media next week, so you never know. <laughs> I might actually... I have a phone call coming with Virgin Media uh, next week. I'm going to see what I can get out of them because my contract's up. So uh, let's see what happens. You you don't expect you give anything for free, do you, out of them shysters? Do you know know they offered me the moon on a stick a couple of months ago? And because I was... was, They literally caught me in the middle of budgeting. So I'm looking at ways where I can reduce my payments. Right. And they offered me the moon on a fucking stick. 
literally, it was like a 200 quid package they offered me for 70 quid. Yeah. Which is more than what I'm paying now. And because it was more than what I'm paying now, I went, no, I don't want it, and put the phone down. And then I just went, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that Did you a, sit there going, well, that was a really good fucking deal. What an idiot I am. Yeah, that that was me. Uh, so I'm going to phone him next week and see 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 what happens. Um, yeah, that's me. So City of Stoke ladies today. Oh, go on. We played Staffordshire Victoria in the County Cup. Uh, Staffordshire Victoria in the league below us. I'll give you the squad: Beth and Weaver Williams, who I like to call the mouth of the South. Yeah. She's our very commanding goalkeeper. She's amazing. Sam Abbott, Kate, Kate Wilson, Connie Peak. Charlie Smith, Sally Trainton, Jamie Smith, Kim Barber, Jess Swanwick, Beth Caddy, Ali Rowe, Jay Beach, SJ Beckett, Basil, Kira Wildig, and Selena Smith. Very well done, ladies. Won 3 0. Yeah. Didn't really get out of third gear, but there was never a need to get out of third gear. Mm. So it was a very. There wasn't a moment in that match where I, and I don't think Phil or Joe did, I don't think any of us felt uncomfortable. There was a worry at two that it was just not, the third was just not going to happen. And then after about 10 minutes of the second half, they were just blowing. So they had yeah. no energy again. And we just outworked another team. Yeah. The fitness shines through with our team just because they train really well twice a week mm. with us, play a match on three. If you're working out on three on seven, you're pretty much training half the week, you know, as well as having a match. So the fitness, the fitness that Phil puts the girls through, um, yeah, it's really starting to pay off. And that had two goals from Kira uh, and a goal from Basil. Funniest thing I've heard today. Basil, the centre forward for our team. God love her, <laughs> Kelly. Um, she came off so last couple of minutes. Very heavy pitch, so need come off and rescue let rest, rescue your legs. And Phil, the manager, said, "I just love." how commanding Beth is in goal and how she bosses the whole back four around. <laughs> yeah, you should live with her. <laughs> it's a wife. And it just, and it was just, she wasn't listening to what, she listened to what he was saying, but she was just talking to herself. Mm. So we were standing at the edge of the dugout. It was just a good, just, just made me chuckle. So yeah, really, really proud. That's three, well, two wins on the bounce in a draw. I'm very surprised today at the level of football matches that have been called off. Right. Okay. I'm very surprised. I'm very surprised at places like Bradley football pitches having matches called off, mm-hmm. especially when they were pl- one was played on yesterday, a game I watched. And I walked across the pitch that was yeah. called off today because apparently it was waterlogged. I'm sorry, it hasn't rained in Bradley for the past 24 hours. I know. I live there. Yeah. So it's very strange for teams to call off football matches in that area. It's very strange. And to call off football matches because the pitch is wet. They're not waterlogged. Yeah, they're just... They're just a bit heavy. A bit damp. (laughs) But what we're quick to do, or referees are quick to do now, is call off a football match just for the sake of it because it's been raining. Now, if you live in the great city of Stoke-on-Trent, has it rained in the last 48 hours? Sunny all day yesterday. Mm, it's been spitting a bit today. Yeah, but that was today, this afternoon. Yeah. So there's not been much rainfall, has there? Is that full-time, by the way? Yeah, full-time. Yeah. Uh, uh, Saudi Arabia came back and won 5-2. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> what? They don't know yet. Yeah. Uh, the, the score still got come through. They, they were two, uh, Ecuador have won two now. So yeah, I'm quite surprised that even in the PDSL league, the Coors league, at the high level of football matches that are being called off at just a couple of days rainfall. Mm. Just a couple of days. Um, if we're going to continue like this, we might as well change the whole footballing calendar. Right. Or, dead simple, just break the sport November to the end of January and yeah. say, well, if the pitches can't, because this is what groundsmen say, well, if we play today, we won't be able to play for four weeks. So we're waiting for the ideal time for a football match to be played on. An ideal time and an ideal fallen rate. Do you see where I'm coming yeah, from? It, yeah. it, it, it doesn't make sense. So if that's the case, we might as well scrap it as a winter sport. This is my proposal. Yeah. <laughs> start it from, I'd say February. and Beginning of February, let's start it okay. from. And we'll run it for those next nine months. So it'll finish around November. Right. Yeah. So just shift it that so way. So just shift it, shift it that way, that way a bit. And then we can have the World Cup straight away after November. We can still do them at Christmas. Okay. So we can still tour. We can do the next one at Saudi Arabia. It's fine. Yeah, we're gonna, if it's Winter World Cup, so we're going to have to do them in hot countries. We'll go Saudi Arabia for so the next gonna one. it's going to have to be Qatar, Saudi Arabia. And then we'll have it in the south of America. Australia. Australia. Their summer in, in our winter, isn't it? So yeah, there you go. So we'll just put a few World Cups over there. Just New Zealand. Tiny. New Zealand. I bet yeah. they've not got a very big football infrastructure. And they've never had a World Cup, I'm sure of it. They would have to do it with Australia, wouldn't they? Well, yeah, unless you're going to try and put everyone in the same stadium at the end of Mrs. Biggin's drive, because that's how big New Zealand is. Who but else did that recently? Was it Japan? England. No, Japan and... Um, <laughs> for the World Cup? It North was, Korea. It wasn't North Korea. South Korea. Like, <laughs> it wasn't North Korea. North Korea, weren't, they've won every time, do you know that? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 they're a fantastic World Cup team. <laughs> but no, and then what we can do is we can have the World Cups then in the desert every single summit, and the footballers will welcome you for that. We could have it every four years in the desert or have a Euros in the desert every four years. Okay. So it'll be a nice, warm football game, football tournament for everyone to wrap the season up. Okay. Just solve football. You've just solved football. You've solved mental health and football today. I just think, or in my opinion, we are too hasty to call off a football match. Yeah. People worry about it on the Wednesday and Thursday leading up to the Sunday. Yeah. Oh, oh what? What's going to happen if it carries on raining like this? And oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen on my phone? It says it's going to rain all day. Well, on my phone yesterday, I took a picture of it and sent it to the manager. Two now full time. And yeah, sent yeah. it to the manager, and it said it was currently throwing it down in Stoke on Trent. Mm. Sunny. Yeah. Do you know what? It gave out rain for two o'clock today, and I was out at two o'clock today. And around, <laughs> yeah. around two o'clock, <laughs> it started spitting. And I went, oh, oh, here it comes. No, it stopped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so again, we're going to call the game off because we're going to have loads of rain this afternoon. Mm. Not, though. You can only get wet once anyway. And, and football's a winter sport. Yeah. It doesn't, do? it doesn't start in... It starts in the end of August. If it's not waterlogged, then it's fine. Just play on it. Get a grip. Grow up. There we go. <laughs> anyway... Let's uh, let's wrap it up for another week. Dave's uh, charging my mental health message. Big uh, big thank you to everybody that listens week in and week out. You guys are awesome. Don't forget, whatever your preferred podcast platform is, give us a follow or a subscribe. 
uh, on that. It's, uh, every little helps. Every little every helps. Every little bit every helps. helps. Just, uh, you know, just just press that little button. It sounds and, and listeners, and listeners, and listeners. If you can, if you're sitting next to a mate and you subscribe, just lean over and say, Put your, open your podcasts. Open your podcasts. Subscribe. Subscribe. I do it at work. Yeah. Do I do, I do Just go around. Go If you work in an office full of computers, right, just go around on the browsers. And when there's an RSS feed subscriber on there, just subscribe. Subscribe. On every computer. I do that. It helps. It helps. Every little helps. Um, and leave us a review if you can. That would be awesome as well. If you want to get in touch, you can do on social media. On Twitter, it's at ShinglesListPC. Uh, you can find me at Shingles underscore list. Find Cleon at KLBewley. And on Instagram, it's KLBewley5 and Shinglers underscore list. You guys are awesome. And we will see you next time.